Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with me, R.A. Spratt. Okay, so we're reading my book, The Pesky Kids 2, Bear in the Woods, and we're up to Chapter 8, Hide and Seek. Here we go. Wake up, ordered April. Just because it's Sunday is no excuse to sleep in. Finn's brain half-processed the words, but not quickly enough for April's liking. She slapped his face three times to emphasise her point. Wake up, April repeated. "'Ugh!' moaned Finn. He opened his eyes and realised he was still in the hospital waiting room. He'd slept the night on a vinyl armchair. He turned to see April being even more brutal in her attempts to wake Joe. She'd taken off his shoe and was whacking him on the head with it. "'Aren't you supposed to be sick?' asked Finn. April was still wearing a hospital gown, so Finn had to turn his head to avoid seeing glimpses of her bum through the gap at the back. I have got a splitting headache, agreed April, but I don't see how lying in bed all day is going to help that. Why are you waking us up, asked Joe, looking at his watch. It's only six o'clock. Because there is a bear on the loose and it might be killing people right now, ranted April. Since when do you care about people, asked Finn. I care, said April. You're upset because no one b- believes you, said Joe. Yes, admitted April. It drives me up the wall. How dare they say I'm too stupid to know what I'm seeing with my own eyes, not to mention smelling with my own nose. I don't care how concussed I was. My brain cannot have imagined that stench all on its own. Was it as bad as Joe's feet? asked Finn. Much, much worse, declared April. Joe hurried to get his shoes back on. Sometimes people smell weird things when they've had strokes, said Finn. I didn't have a stroke, said April. I hit my head on a rock and nearly drowned. That's totally different. Still, brain damage is brain damage, reasoned Finn. It could have made you smell weird stuff. So you don't believe me either, yelled April. You think I'm making it all up about the bear. No, said Finn, the human brain is a remarkable piece of biology. It's faster and more complex than the most innovative computer. I think your brain made up the bear. April lunged at Finn's throat. I'm going to kill you. Joe leapt forward to save his brother, tackling April to the ground, but she already had a firm grip on Finn's collar, so all three of them hit the linoleum floor. Take that back, cried April, tightening her chokehold on Finn. Let him go, urged Joe, whimpered Finn. We don't even have bears in this country, said Joe. Of course no one is going to believe you. You too, cried April, letting go of Finn and grabbing Joe. She was still sitting on Finn's chest, so he didn't get much pulmonary relief. That hurts, complained Joe, desperately trying to release April's freakishly strong fingers. Of course it hurts, muttered April. I'm trying to hurt you. Good morning, said Loretta, brightly, as she entered the room. 
The three pesky kids looked up from their tangled heap on the floor to see Loretta standing over them. She was stunningly gorgeous in simple capri pants and a polo shirt, her beautiful hair hanging long and loose about her shoulders. That looks like fun, said Loretta. Do you mind if I watch? Mummy doesn't let me watch professional wrestling on the TV at home. April sat up, releasing Joe, although she was still sitting on Finn. What's that I smell? she asked. Oh, I brought hot doughnuts, said Loretta, holding up a large paper bag. I thought you might like some for breakfast. You don't want to eat hospital food. Daddy promises they don't cook up the leftover bits from operations, but I've never believed him. April scrambled to her feet and snatched the bag from Loretta's hands. Thank you, she said. Joe gasped. It was so rare to hear April use a politeness word. Finn also gasped, but simply for breath. Now that he was able to move his ribcage freely, he desperately needed to re-oxygenate his body. I brought you the local paper as well, continued Loretta. Does it mention the bear? asked April, spraying crumbs everywhere as she spoke with a mouth stuffed full of doughnut. No, said Loretta, although it does mention that you hit your head, and it also reminds readers that you are the girl with the self-evident mental health problems who ruined this year's annual cockroach races. Loretta pointed out the part of the text she was quoting. I didn't ruin them, protested April. We saved them. Yes, well, the last thing people remember is you refusing to accept the key to the city, said Loretta. And your dog trying to kill a cat, added Finn. They are not symptoms of mental illness, said April. No, but it is a list of reasons why no one likes you, said Loretta. So you're saying that if Mr Popular over here, April pointed at Joe, who turned pink with embarrassment to be reminded of his own popularity, if he saw a bear, everyone would believe him. Of course they would, said Loretta. Joe is good at lawn bowls. That counts for a lot in Karawong. Well, I'll show them, declared April. We've got to get out of here and find it. Find what? asked Joe. Duh, the bear, said April. Then do what? asked Finn. Catch it? Kill it? Because it'd be pretty hard to do either once it's mauled us to death. We're not going to hurt it, declared April. That bear is a majestic animal. I do not approve of hurting animals for any reason. Unless they're humans, observed Finn, then you're all for it. Humans have totally got it coming, said April menacingly, but that poor bear can't be happy. It hasn't got any of its natural diet. There are no salmon for it to catch. Bears must eat something besides salmon, argued Finn. Banana cream pie from Picnic Basket, said Loretta. At least that's what Yogi Bear always says in every episode of that cartoon. Quite a repetitive show, really, when you think about it. We could go and see Officer Odinson, said Joe. He's an... "'Excruciating idiot,' guessed April, trying to finish Joe's sentence for him. "'No, he's an expert,' said Joe, "'with animals.' "'An expert at being a nitwit,' said April, rolling her eyes. "'Oh, hello,' said Dad, appearing in the doorway. "'I popped home and got your uniform so you can go straight to school.' "'We can't go to school today,' said April. "'Why?' asked Dad, looking worried. "'Does Dr Vass want to do more tests on you?' "'They always want to do more tests, but they never say what for.' "'I don't care what Dr Vass wants,' said April. "'I'm not going to school because I've got to find that bear.' "'She still thinks she saw a bear?' Dad asked Joe. Joe nodded. "'Also because it's Sunday,' said Finn. "'People would think it was really weird if we turned up for school on a Sunday.' "'It is?' asked Dad.' Donut offered Loretta, holding out the bag to Dad and giving him her most winning smile. He looked dubiously into the paper sack. Have you put sedatives in the donut to placate me? 
No, but we are in a hospital, said Loretta. I'm sure that could be arranged. I don't think I should allow you to go off into the bush, said Dad, fishing out a cinnamon doughnut and taking a bite. I've got a serious head injury, said April, pointing at the large bandage on her forehead. Blood was weeping through the centre of it. I need to recuperate. And what better way than out in the fresh air taking a bushwalk by the creek? I don't know, said Dad. We're going to ask the local animal control officer if he'll help, said Joe. Loretta offered Dad another doughnut. He looked at the delicious treats and then at her impossibly beautiful smiling face. Well, I suppose that does sound reasonable, said Dad, taking a big bite out of his second doughnut. Perhaps I'd better come with you. No, you need to work on the computer, said Finn. You were going to try to get it working again? Oh, yes, I was, remembered Dad. It's so hard at this time of year. There's so much work to do in the garden. You really should try, Joe urged. There might be a clue on who broke in. All right, said Dad. I'll try. Excellent, said April, pulling on her jeans. You didn't really drug the doughnuts, did you? Finn asked Loretta in a whisper. No, silly, said Loretta. But it is scientifically proven that the endorphins released when you consume a combination of fat sugar, gluten, and complex carbohydrates are themselves a powerful drug, especially when you've been sitting in a hospital all night and you haven't had any breakfast yet. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach, said Finn. Oh no, the way to cloud a man's brain is through his stomach, said Loretta. I don't care about hearts. I like to take control right from the power centre of the central nervous system. And that is the end of the chapter, so we'll leave it there. Until next time, goodbye.